Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I'm so excited to be able to be on here with you today and encourage your hearts and get into the word together and just share this message that is on my heart today. So I actually just got home from work a little while ago. And as I was driving home, like, okay, I live in Michigan. A lot of you already know that, but I live in Michigan and it's a little crazy, like snowmageddon happening, all the things, all the crazy weather bad roads, snow everywhere, icicles hanging from everywhere. Like it's crazy. And I will tell you when I first started driving, I was petrified of scary roads. Like anyone that's listening that's worked with me in the past has probably given me a ride to work at some point or another just because like I'm like, okay, there's snow on the ground. I can't go to work today. And um, maybe it was just an attempt to get out of going to work. I don't know. But I have so many times in the past. Um, had co-workers give me rides to work or whatever just because I have always just hated wintry roads and had some crazy experiences uh, with driving and really, really bad weather in the past. And so I know that that has affected <laughs> my my um, willingness to get out on crazy roads. So um, anyway, really is not that bad for me anymore. I don't struggle with being afraid of driving on bad roads anymore. And as I'm driving through town, I'm like gunning it probably to like the other end of the spectrum where I'm like stupid driving. And I'm like, let's just see how I see it is. And my car is like gliding along and sliding and slipping and sliding and all the things. And I'm like, I'm thinking because I don't know. I don't know if you guys are like me at all, but I (laughs) see things in life or experience things or have situations happen. And I'm like, always like, that's preachable. That's preachable. That's preachable. And I'm like driving along and my car is like sliding a little bit. And I'm like testing the road to see how fast I can go and, and all the things. And, um, and I instantly start thinking about life and keeping pace with God and how so often, like the Lord will give me something because we know like the word says that the Holy Spirit will show us of things to come. And so the Lord will show me things or reveal part of his plan to me or let me know what lies ahead in my life. And I want to like jump ahead and run with that vision. And so anyway, just driving on the crazy snowy icy roads today got me thinking about life and staying in step with the Lord and, and trusting in his timing and just like this whole, the whole message along those lines. And so I was thinking about that, like different times when the Lord has shown me things, shown me of things to come or given me a vision for my future. And I'm like such a make it happen kind of girl that I, I like, I just want to see things happen. And so I like to just take matters into my own hands. I have to be very cautious of that, that I don't take matters into my own hand. And that I, Uh, that I allow the Lord to work out a process or work out his timing and and trust in his timing. And so um, that is a message that's on my heart today. I actually want to read to you guys a little bit from my new book, Slaying Singlehood, Celebrating Life in Every Season. And I actually haven't read any of my book on on the podcast yet. I haven't really felt led to, but today I do. So I'm going to read a little bit out of my chapter 
chapter that's called His Promise, His Timing, and just really want to encourage your hearts. Like if you are waiting for something from the Lord, if God has given you a promise for your future, or He's shown you of something to come, like He's given you a glimpse of what lies ahead, to just stay and step with Him and allow Him to work out His perfect timing in whatever that is. And if you're like sitting here listening and you're like, what? I don't have any promises from the Lord. I don't have any vision for my future. He hasn't shown me of anything that's to come in my life. Ask him, ask him to reveal those things to you. And he will. And I'm believing that for you. Um, but yeah, so I'm just, I'm going to read a little bit of this and we'll, we'll just see what happens here. So this is called his promise, his timing. And at the beginning of my chapter, I have Psalms 31, 14 and 15. It says, But as for me, I trust you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Throughout my season, throughout my single season, I have been lovingly reminded practically on repeat like a broken record that the right thing in the wrong time is the wrong thing. The beauty of seasons is that each one, that they each bring unique differences appropriate for their respective times of the year. Living in Michigan has made me extremely familiar and well aware of the distinctive joys and challenges of drastically different seasons. And so I kind of go into, after that, I go into just different um, seasons and what they hold and the purposes of them. But I'm going to skip through all of that because I feel like I'm supposed to share um, some things that I've written on page 37. And it says, God has never failed to keep his promises and he never will. I encourage you to take time often, even right now, to reflect on the faithfulness he has shown you in the past and thank him for it. Doing this helps remind our hearts that he never changes and will always be faithful. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord, one day is as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance." 2 Peter 3, 8 and 9. And I hit on that verse a little bit in my last episode about um, kind of jokingly about how I would like, well, I would, I do, I should say, I do tell the Lord, like, I feel like it's been a thousand years since you've made this promise to me. And he's like, it's only been one day on my time frame because like the Lord exists outside of time. He's not on a time crunch. He he has a perfect timing and I do trust that. And um, just jokingly though, sometimes I'm like, I feel like I, I, I get this verse, like a day is as a thousand years. It feels like forever that I've been waiting for certain things or whatever. And so, okay, I'm going to continue reading on. It says we can safely trust that his timing always has our very best interest in mind. We serve a God that exists outside of time. Our finite minds have difficulty understanding that truth because we are so hardwired with schedules that exist within the patterns of a 24-hour time frame. We are bound by time, but God is not. Our culture sets standards that are often the furthest things from God's standards. That includes the mold of when we should meet, fall in love, and get married as if that is something we can just make happen. We run to the vices of social media or online dating when we feel that when we feel like that allotted time gap is closing in on us. I'm not saying that these aren't ways we could meet someone and fall in love, but it's a da- but it's dangerous when we are motivated by fear to rush down those avenues. If God tells you to, then go for it. I know several people who have who have done so and are happily married. The point is, don't get desperate and start searching because you're eager to find an off-ramp on the highway of singlehood. Stay on the road 
until God paves the off-ramp. And that may be longer or shorter than you have planned. And so I'm going to stop reading there. Um, Obviously, my book is about singlehood and my journey of being single for the last five years and just what God has shown me and taught me during this season of my life. And so I do hit on that a lot in the book. There's so much more in the book. I talk about disappointment and waiting well and preparing for the promise and so many other things that really don't have anything to do with relationship status. They're just life lessons and good things to learn and remind ourselves. But today I really felt like the Lord just wanted me to hone in on staying in pace with him, like pacing ourselves with him. And and as I was driving and slipping around on the road, it reminded me of the footprints in the sand poem. And <laughs> this is so funny. So a few years ago, I was like, you know, and I'm taking my own advice out of my book here. Okay. I was like, you know, I'm just going to get on Christian Mingle. I just kind of want to see what's out there. I just want to see what kind of people are on this site. Cause I had met, like I even said in my book, I've met people that have have amazing marriages and they found their spouses there. So I'm not knocking anyone at all that is on dating sites or whatever. I just don't feel like that's what God has for me personally. And that's, that's where I'm at with that. But I got on there honestly, just to be nosy. I really wasn't expecting to find anyone, but I got on there to be nosy and (laughs) I'm like looking through and I'm reading these profiles. This is so bad. Okay. I'm reading through these profiles and there's a guy and like, there's a part on the profile that says like, what's your favorite scripture? Okay. And so I'm reading one and this guy has on there that his favorite scripture is footprints in the sand. And I was like, what is happening? Why does he think that that's a scripture? It's just a poem. It's a beautiful poem that someone wrote. And I, you know, I love it, whatever. But I'm like, that is not a scripture. And honestly, at that point, I was just kind of like, come on, like seriously. And I just got off there. I don't know if he just Googled a scripture. That's what popped up and he used it on there. Or I don't know. God bless him. But I was just like, eh, not for me. I'm good. So anyway, it just kind of made me chuckle. But I do love that poem. And I love how it talks about how in different seasons of life, you see two, two sets of footprints. And there are times when the Lord's walking beside us. And then there's time when you see times when you see one set of footprints. And those are the times that he carries us. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful imagery and thing to um, think about in different seasons of our own lives. But I was just thinking about pacing ourselves with the Lord and staying in step with him and what that looks like. And so like with our ministry, I, a lot of you already know this, but I am co-founder of Stirred Up Ministries. And when I've just, I've had different points during the last few years of leading this ministry with Anna that I have just been like, cause like I said earlier, I'm very much like a, let's make it happen. Let's do this thing kind of girl. And, um, I have totally put the cart before the horse and like ran ahead with a vision that maybe the Lord was just wanting me to pray on for a while, pray about simmer, let it simmer my spirit, so to speak. And, and just, and just trust him with the timing and for him to align things and work things out. And he has been very adamant with me and about letting him open doors for me. And so that's just been a lesson personally that I've had to walk through is allowing God to open the doors and to walk through the doors that he opens for the ministry, for me personally, and the things that I'm doing for the Lord. And um, it's fun. It's it's awesome. But I will tell you the times when I have tried to forge forward and make something happen and and push doors open, so to speak, or create my own doors um, to walk through or whatever, those are the times when I'm burnt out and I'm frustrated 
and I am just like annoyed because <laughs> I'm like, why isn't this door opening? And the Lord just, is just like, hey, because I didn't tell you to walk through that door. And I'm like, oh yeah. Ugh. But then the times when there are a lot of doors opening and there's a lot happening and our schedule's full and it's busy and we're doing things like every weekend or whatever, those are the times I'm not overwhelmed and I'm not frustrated and I'm not burnout because I'm walking through the doors he has for me. We know that he equips us for everything that he calls us to do. He's equipped us for every good work. He gives us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. And so when it comes to doing things for him in ministry, I think a lot of times we do get burnout because we are running ahead of him or we're doing things that we're not even called to do. And that is something that I am always wanting to be aware of in my own life is, is this a God opportunity or just a good opportunity? Because there's a lot of really good things that we could be doing. There's a lot of incredible organizations we could volunteer for. There's a lot of great causes that we could give our, our money to. There's a lot of things that we could be doing to fill our time. But I have just gotten this resolve in my spirit to just do the things that God has called me to do. And that is what I encourage you And the same thing, like just do what God has called you to do. Don't do what people expect you to do. Don't do what you even think would be fun or a good opportunity. Do what God tells you to do. And so some of you may be listening and you may be like, well, how do I know what God's called me to do? How do I know that, you know, because sometimes we think, oh, this opportunity is in front of me. It must be God. That is not, that is not the case. I mean, I have learned the art of saying no. It is a beautiful word. It might... I mean, I might literally be going to the other end of the of the spectrum with that and like actually enjoy saying no now. And um, because I used to just be a yes girl, like if an opportunity came up, if there was a need, if something if something came up that I could be a part of or I can be involved in or I could give my money to or whatever, like I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then I end up functioning a burnout and I end up overwhelmed and I'm exhausted and I'm tired and all the things. And so Um, The Lord is really taking me through that journey of learning to say no and just learning to hear his voice when it comes to different things and know whether or not I'm supposed to be involved or, or be a part of things. And so if you're wondering that, you're like, how do I know whether or not something is good or it's God? That is the beauty of relationship with him. You can ask him. The book of James says that if we lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask. There are not a million hoops to jump through. There are not a million prayers to pray and things to do and 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 whatever that you have to go through to, to get wisdom. It literally just says, ask. If you lack wisdom, ask and God will give it. So that's all you need to do is ask the Lord, hey, I need wisdom in this situation. Like, should I take this oppor- should I take this opportunity or not? Is this from you? Because the thing is, is everything that we say yes to, we're saying no to other things. And I learned that because I actually started a few years ago, and some of you may need to do this. I started putting nothing on my calendar. So I just pick a night a week and I would literally write nothing on my calendar so that I knew if someone came along and asked me to do something that night, I'm not doing it. So that way I don't end up with every single night of my week full. And now I've gotten into a really good habit where I don't fill myself up fill my schedule up like I used to. And a lot of people would look at my schedule probably even still and be like, she is so busy. But I am so intentional too about my rest time and making sure that I have nights where I'm not doing anything for anybody. And so I may be home and it's just a night for me to fill my own cup. So I might be 
soaking my feet in my foot massage bath thing, or I might be reading, or I might just be putting on music and spending time with the Lord, like whatever writing, writing fills my cup. And so whatever that looks like for you, I do encourage you to take that time, make sure that you're not overwhelming your schedule to the point where you are not filling yourself up, where you're not spending that time that you need with the Lord and just letting yourself rest. Like it is not selfish to rest. We need to be very, very intentional about our rest and making sure that we're not functioning and burnout. And so I have learned the art of saying no. And I don't think I realized how much I was saying yes to until I started saying no. I remember one of the times that I put nothing on my schedule, like so that I wouldn't do anything. I had like five or six things come up where I was asked to do different things. And trust me, there were some of them that I was very tempted to be like, never mind, I'm going to take that off my schedule, uh, my nothing off my schedule because I really want to do this. But I had made an agreement with myself, a promise to myself, and I kept it that no matter what is offered, no matter what comes up, I am not doing it. I'm having a night off. And so just learning that. And like I was saying, like everything that we we say yes to, we end up saying no to other things. And that could be saying no to rest and no to refilling your own cup and no to just doing nothing for a night. And um, that's so important because I think a lot of times we do end up saying yes to things and then we end up changing our plans or, and I've done this, like, hello, hashtag guilty on this one. I have made plans and then something seemingly better came up and I've canceled plans on people or plans with myself or things that I had planned on doing. Like I've planned writing nights and then I don't end up writing because I feel like something better comes along and so I don't stick with my original plans. And I'm not saying that there aren't times that we've maybe said yes to the wrong thing and then God realigns things and works things out so that you end up being where you're supposed to be. But just being very prayerful right off the bat would save us a lot of headache and a lot of heartache if we just and frustration and disappointment with other people if we just prayed about things first and then we got our yes or no and we just responded accordingly. And I remember, even to speak into that a little bit, I remember a few years ago I had gotten invited to go hear Steve Backland preach up in Hastings at the Hastings Assembly of God in Michigan here. And um, I had never heard of him at that point and I got invited to go and I was really interested in going, but I, I, literally had like three things on my calendar that night. And so it wasn't even a question. I couldn't go. And the day came when he was going to be speaking up in Hastings and one at a time, all three of those things canceled. Something happened and either the person I had the plans with canceled or whatever. I can't even remember what the things were, but there was three different things that I was supposed to be doing that night and all of them got canceled. And so then I was like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to go hear him. Like, I think God's clearing my schedule so that I can go hear him speak. Like, yeah, think. And so I called my friend who had invited me and I was like, hey, are you still going up there? Because I, I think I'm supposed to be there. Like God has cleared my schedule. I think I'm supposed to go. And so we ended up going and it was an incredible night. Like I, God just did some really cool things in my heart. And I just had some prophetic words that were spoken into me from Steve And, um, just the message was like so timely and what I needed to hear and all the things. So it was just a really good night. And so I love how God orchestrated that for me because I had said yes to things that I shouldn't have. And so there's grace obviously in, in all that we do. And so I just, no, I just don't want you guys to get in this mindset of like, oh my gosh, I have to make sure that everything I'm saying is exactly like everything I agree to is exactly what God wants me to do. Like 
live your life, enjoy it, (laughs) celebrate life in every season, just like my book says, celebrate your life, like enjoy your life, have fun, enjoy the journey, like all the things. But yeah, just try to be more mindful of, of your yeses and your noes. And we know the word says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And so that is just my encouragement to you is to stay in step with the Lord. Let him order your steps. He promises to do that. And trust his voice. Trust it. If you are a follower of Christ, that you can hear his voice because the word says that. And we know that every single syllable in the word of God is true. And so if it says that we can hear his voice as his followers, then guess what? We can hear his voice. <laughs> and so just trust that. And I just pray right now, if you're someone who maybe is listening and you're like, I don't hear the voice of God. Number one, I encourage you to be in the word because that is the number one way that we hear his voice and we know his direction for our lives. And we have to know that when we hear, you know, what we think the Lord is speaking to our hearts, it always has to line up with the word of God. But we can't know if it, if what we're hearing lines up with the word of God, if we don't read it. I mean, it's kind of common sense there. So I just pray that for you. If you're not in the word of God, that you would have a hunger and a desire and that you would make the time to do that um, because it's so important in our spiritual walk with the Lord that that we're, we, we're not going to grow if we're not in the word. And we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and we all want more faith and we want to trust the Lord more. And so I just pray that for you. If you don't even own a Bible, reach out to me. I would love to help you find a Bible and um, get a good Bible in your hands so that you have something to read. And then you can also download the Version Bible app. It's a free app um, right onto your phone. It has every translation that's out there known to man and you can read the Bible. There's great devotional plans on there too. So um, definitely would love to talk to you if that's maybe something you've never ventured into, you've never even maybe even thought about reading the word of God or just don't even know where to start. Please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about that and help you in that area. So um, just know that if you're a follower of Christ, that you can hear his voice and that he wants to order your steps. He promises to do that and that we can just trust him, that his his plans for us are good and that he has good things for us and, and things to do in and through our lives. So it's fun. I love, love, love living for the Lord. And I'm just so thankful for a relationship with him and that he is so faithful to us. And, and he, he is always with us. His word says that he promises to never leave or forsake us. And so there's not a moment of our lives that he isn't intimately involved in and that he doesn't have something to say about, and, um, it's just relationship with him is such a beautiful thing. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and pray for us. I just want to throw this out there too. If there is anything that you need prayer for, or you just need advice about, I'm not, trust me, I'm not declaring myself as an expert, but I do love the Lord and I know the word of God. And, and I always say, if I don't know the answer to something, I'm going to find it. I can figure it out, uh, with the word of God or through other counselors. I've counsel, counsel, <laughs> I've, I have amazing people in my life. And so I'm, I'm really blessed to be surrounded by incredible Christian friends and, and friends in the faith. And so, um, seriously, if you need advice or need to talk to someone, even if I don't have the answer, I know a lot of people. So would love to connect with you. would love to pray for you and with you and, um, just encourage your heart. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this day. God, I thank you that you have made this day, God, and we are choosing to rejoice and be glad in it, God, because you are good. God, I thank you that you want intimate relationship with us, Lord, that you take us from glory to glory, God, that you are faithful 
to never leave us and to never forsake us, God. And I thank you for the plans and purposes that you have created for this specific day, God, whatever day that the the listener is listening in on, God, I thank you that you have plans and purposes for this day for them. God, I pray that you would make yourself abundantly known to them, God, in deeper ways, Lord, and even for those listening who know you super well, God, that you would make yourself even more known, God, that you would just show them the truths of who you are and what you have for their life and what you're doing in their life, what you have for them, Lord. Teach us the beauty of saying no and the beauty of saying yes, God, that all of our yeses would be yes and our noes would be noes. And God, I thank you that you are giving us wisdom on what to say yes to and what what to say no to. God, and I just thank you for relationship with you. God, I thank you that you want to know us and that you give us the ability to know you. And Lord, I just thank you for every listener on this podcast. I pray blessings over them. I pray blessings over their lives. God, whatever season of life that they're in, Lord, I pray that you meet them right where they're at that you make yourself fully known to them, God, that you reveal deeper truths of your word to them as they dive into your word. God, I pray that you just continue to show yourself faithful to them. In Jesus' name, amen.